Hello and welcome to Wrestle Life Radio. Uh, this is obviously not Matt Sin because you're enjoying the sound of my voice. Uh, Matt is not with <laughs> us this week. Uh, this is Chris Cumby and Kyle Pauly. Welcome, welcome. We're glad to be with you guys this week. Uh, we're going to start off how we always do, as with a This Day in Wrestling History. Uh, so just like uh, the Raw show, not a lot happened on August the 8th <laughs> in wrestling history. Uh, so we're going to have to pull a pay-per-view out that happened uh, night, uh, excuse me, 20 years ago. And it's WCW presenting Road Wild. Oh, uh, this was a very popular pay-per-view as there were 8,500 people there and all of them got in for free. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and just so you know, the, uh, the main event for this particular pay-per-view uh, featured one Mr. Jay Leno in a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he was in a match with uh, that featured at the time Hulk Hogan, and in Hulk Hogan's contract, if there was a pay per view, he had to be in the main event. Yep. And so, you remember they did uh, before Jay Leno, they had a very successful uh, DDP and Carl Malone tag team. Yes. <laughs> so that was such a success with Dennis Rodman and uh, Hulk Hogan. They thought. Hey, let's do that again, but except Carl Malone, let's get uh, an old man. Yes, an old yes. white man. Someone with <laughs> a, someone, spot. someone in way more shape than a professional basketball player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, and, yeah, uh, not as good. Jalen are not as good in the ring as Carl Malone was. No, 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 no. And it's funny because Goldberg had a uh, a world heavyweight championship match on this same pay per view, but it was not. The pay, it was not the main event. It was the <laughs> it was of course not. the match match before the main event. And Hogan sold punches from Jay Leno. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because <laughs> no one can sell like Hulk Hogan. Right. Yeah. There's those. Uh, it was Hog Wild originally, and then they changed it to Road Wild. Uh, they're in Sturgis. Like I remember those shows when I was because me and Matt started as WCW fans back in the day, and yeah, uh, I remember those shows and. When I got older and found out that like, cause they had, it was just a bunch of bikers. Cause Eric Bischoff was such a biker fan, like, like him and um, a bunch of wrestlers. I think like big boss man, maybe might, might've been one of them. Uh, I know Medusa, she always had a bike. They would ride to Sturgis all together and invite all the bikers to come, you know, hang out with them. And, but then when I got older and then found out that they just all let them all in for free, I was like, Oh, that's why they went out of business. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I know. They did stupid stuff. <laughs> but the pay per view, the people so, had to buy it in order to, uh, in order to watch it at home. Right. It's a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but, but they gotta make uh, money somehow. <laughs> hey, and the same, uh, the same. Uh, let's see. Oh, Hogan tagged with Eric Bischoff. In that yep. on that one, that's bad. All right. Yeah. Well, now that we've reminded our listening audience of the garbage, the hot garbage that was WCW at that time, uh, let's go into our uh, SmackDown review. Uh, so uh, SmackDown this week was in Detroit, Michigan, and it starts off with the Queen 
Charlotte Flair comes out um, and just starts starts talking a lot of smack about Trish Stratus, uh, that she quit and gave up when the industry changed and uh, gave up wrestling for a family in a minivan, um, which I'm sure was probably offensive to you know stay-at-home moms. And then uh, Charlotte just talked about her her greatness and how Trish was never as good as her. And uh, then you hear, uh, then they decide that we're going to show a video uh, package of Charlotte's highlights. And so the video starts and it's starting to look real good. And you've got some people talking in the background, this, the greatest women's champion of all time. And then you hear the giggle and it's a video for Trish Stratus. And uh, Tr- Trish comes out, uh, tells uh, Charlotte that she's right, that she wants one more match, feels like she needs to prove it to her kids, to the fans, to herself. And uh, Charlotte says that she's going to make her bow, gives her the woo. And then Trish gives a uh, half-hearted slap to Charlotte. And Charlotte just laughs and walks out. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I want to know, like, was it like a Wile E. Coyote switcheroo? Like, Charlotte thinks they're queuing up a video package of her career highlights, and somebody's just, like, swapped out the tape for Trish's. Like, that was kind of strange. Yeah, her face, yeah, they they show her face, and she's like, what? What's going on? (laughs) And it, 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 it it's kind of hard for her to show a lot of um, emotion in her face with all the plastic going on, but oh, you know she did the best. She, she was like she was like slurring her words, like a lot of it too. Like they were just kind of flowing together. And I, I literally thought like it's like is she like something wrong with her lips or something? Like I don't know what it was. Yeah, like, she kind of it was strange for the first yeah. part of it. Yeah, too much botulism. I think is what yeah. the problem is. So. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep Andrade happy, I guess. Hey, you know, what? <laughs> wow. All right. You know what? I could have said a lot of things there. I'm not going to. <laughs> I will leave it at that. Yes. Yes. Let Let's move on. So, uh, so then we just, so then uh, we find out that we're going to have a match between Rey Mysterio and uh, one Mister Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go to commercial. We come back, and there's a replay from the Raw contract signing. Um, I'm not going to go into that because Kyle did a great job on the last show. So go back and listen to it when you're done with this one. And, uh, so then we hear Goldberg's music and everyone freaks out. And then there's the, it shows the, 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 um, security guards at the door. They knock on the door, the door kind of opens, then kind of doesn't open. And then out comes Dolph Ziggler. I think the door was already open too. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of strange. I don't know. I thought he made it look like he hit his head or something, but yeah. <laughs> but Ziggler, Ziggler comes out mocking Goldberg's entrance. He uh, should have gigged himself and had a cut on his forehead. <laughs> he, <laughs> he totally should have. Yeah, but they're not allowed to cut themselves anymore. Remember that, right? So, uh, so he comes out to the music. Uh, it was pretty funny. He makes fun of Goldberg's kicks, um, and then uh, and then Ray comes out. Uh, as he's coming out, of course, Dolph attacks him, uh, gives a couple of super kicks to Ray, and he, Ray's knocked out. Um, at that point, uh, he's uh, he's gets on the mic. Another legend goes down. 
says this this will be Goldberg's last match. Uh, he's not next. He's last. And then uh, Ali comes out, um, hits hits. Uh, well, Dolph tries to get with a super kick, but he misses. So he uh, kicks him out. Does a suicide dive. And then we come back from commercial, and we're gonna have a match. Uh, and honestly, it was a pretty good match. It was some good back and forth. It was it was pretty fast, but uh, at the end, Ziggler gets super kicked with the win. About a two to three minute match. Uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I spoke on um, the Rey Mysterio thing on the last episode. Um, that I thought he did a great job on Raw. And then I was kind of disappointed that the very next night uh, he just comes out and gets super kicked and he just gets, you know, somebody else, he elevates somebody else again. And I was like, that's what you get for all your hard work Monday, Ray. Exactly. So, uh, uh, but I did like, I did like Goldberg or Ziggler coming out to Goldberg's music. Um, I mean, he used to do the thing where he would come out to other people's music and I really hated that. I thought it was kind of dumb. This is the one time I really liked it because because Goldberg's entrance is so iconic and everybody knows it and you don't see him right away. So like it just, it was kind of like the perfect time for Ziggler to do something like this. Um, so I think it worked really well. Um, yeah, the match with Ali was a good match, but so I will say I, so I saw the match, um, live and I enjoyed it. And then today I, uh, was like looking through like some of the, other videos that like WWE.com or they post on the, on their YouTube page. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't really watch this clip um, to see the Goldberg interest and everything. <laughs> I, would, I would like to point out the way that the YouTube clip was edited just cause it was a pretty good match, but the way they edited it was um, Ziggler comes out, kicks Ray, beats him up. This was like the entire clip of the YouTube clip. And then he comes in the ring and Ollie comes out and Ollie's going to, you know, save Ray you know, avenge him. He takes out Ziggler and does a suicide dive. And I guess they went to commercial break at this point. Yeah, they did. So it cuts there on the YouTube video. And when it comes back in the YouTube video, it literally like flashes and Dolph Ziggler kicks Ollie and pins him. (laughs) I was like, wow, what a horrible edit to this YouTube video. Yeah. That's not what happened at all. (laughs) No, like it was back and forth match, but it looked like, it was so weird because he did a suicide dive and was like, yeah, like he's, you know, in control. And then it's just like super kick. He beats him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's stupid. Uh, they, they, anyway. they got really, really sloppy on that. Yeah. They showed more of the Ray beatdown and less of the actual match, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, for what it was, I enjoyed the match. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, another one of those quick, like two to three minute matches. Um, I wish they would have just had Ray and Ziggler work together. Though and I mean I don't really want to see Ray lose again two nights in a row, but um, if they had, I mean he beat him up anyway. So like, and he said he, he ended it with another legend bites it. So he should have just wrestled Ray because I don't even understand why Ollie was out there to wrestle him. Yeah, I mean he was there out there to protect Ray, but they just had a match anyway. Like just have Ray come out and wrestle him, and then after yeah. you beat him, say like. You know, another legend bites it or whatever. Right, or or you know, let you know some good back and forth. Maybe Ray takes the upper hand, then Dolph does something to get DQ'd, and and Ali comes out to protect Ray or something like that. Yeah, it, it could have been more, and I agree. Yeah, 
So then we, um, so then we go to, they're going to talk, we're going to talk to Roman Reigns in a moment, but first we have to show the horrible segment from last week again. Uh, but then they show the much better raw segment immediately after about what happened to Roman Reigns. So, um, Mm. and then we have the interview where, you know, uh, he's saying that, you know, he's, he's fought a lot of things this year, but you know, he knew what he was fighting right now. He doesn't know. So he's fighting the unknown, uh, whoever it is is trying to take away his livelihood. And, uh, and then he apologizes to Joe, which he did a really good job. The crowd loved it. They went crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah. It was a really good gesture. Uh, he doesn't know who it is, but he's going to, he's going to get answers tonight. Um, you know, for interviews, you know, we talk about, we're not real huge fans of them sometimes, but I thought this run, you know, kind of set the table without going too long, uh, right. for what was going to happen later on. Is, and is this the start of a Smojo babyface turn? <laughs> you know, you, you start to wonder, you know, I mean, he, like I said, you know, we talked about raw on the previous episode, he he was a heel, you know. He's called the fans dumb, but then when he went out uh, and Roman got attacked, he was there at his aid and was like making sure he was okay. Yeah, and I mean, and the fans cheered Reigns here for apologizing, so like they knew that like Joe was wrongfully accused, and uh, so I don't know. I'd like to see him. I, I mean, imagine Roman Reigns and Smoke Joe teaming up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, man, get that uh, Samoan connection. Yeah. The Samoan Summit should be their tag team name. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Oh, yeah, we man. know they listen to the podcast, so... Uh, it's true. <laughs> they're going to take our ideas. These writers, I tell you, they should give yeah. us some credit. <laughs> and then uh, uh, right after that, they uh, again, they show the Harley Race video package that they had on Raw. Uh, again, it was very well done. Um, another, another chant for Harley in the crowd. And, uh, uh, again, not one of the greats, all time greats. Um, definitely. And I think it says a lot when Ric Flair says you're the, the hardest worker guy that, you, that he's been in the ring with. So, yeah, Stone Cold called him, called him a legitimate tough guy. Yeah. I believe it. So after that, we have a challenger versus challenger match. Uh, we have Natalia versus Ember Moon. Uh, it it another one of those quick matches, man. Um, a- Ember kicked Natalia into the barricade. Then uh, they're outside of the ring. Natalia puts her in the sharpshooter and won't let go, so she gets counted out. Uh, it's a no contest because uh, they're both counted out, and she won't let go. She won't let go. So Bailey comes out. And uh, pushes, gets Natalia off. Natalia pushes Bailey, and then just kind of storms out. I was like, "Yeah, if wait a second. So someone comes out, interrupts what you're doing, and you just shove them and st- stomp out like your feelings just got hurt." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, and I, I don't know, like." I almost was thinking that she might be bailing the sharpshooter, but I'm glad she didn't because that would have just like killed Ember Moon and Bailey's title match. Like yeah. just, they would have looked so weak. Um, it, it, it was a short match and um, ended with a DQ, but I didn't really mind it here because um, I think they're just trying to get over Natalia's the heel, locking people with the sharpshooter, not letting go. So 
in essence, I was fine with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's fine for what it was. I kind of feel like Natalia should have um, got a little more rough with Bailey, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would have been a more heat in, with the uh, with the heel turn. But yeah, and I'm I'm not sure. Like I said, because I don't see her just like attacking her and not putting her in the sharpshooter, and so maybe that's they were trying to just stay away from that. Yeah. But also, Ember Moon got up, and Bailey was kind of like, you know, because Bailey attacked her um, recently, but Bailey kind of put her hands up, was like, "We're good now." Like, you know, I'm not going to do anything. Right. That was good. Yeah, it was all right. It was okay. It was so-so. I'll give it a so-so. Yeah. Uh, Next, we have the KO show, because we all love the shows within the show. Uh, we got the KO show with Shane McMahon. Uh, Shane takes a little while to come in. He's, you know, showing his rich self. Uh, He he comes in. He wants to get his intro. Uh, But KO goes and takes the mic away from the announcer, which I liked, by the way. Um, uh, KO is, uh, Kevin Owens says, you know, a lot of people are asking me since I'm putting my career on the line, why aren't you going to put your career on the line? So he asks him to do that. Everyone wants, uh, everyone gets what they want. If KO wins, um, and then, uh, Shane, you know, obviously he's not going to do that. Uh, he, uh, he tells him, Hey, listen. There's no shame in losing to the best in the world. <laughs> thought that was very nice and condescending. Yeah. Uh, KO says that Shane has no balls, which, you know, is probably true. And then uh, <laughs> Elias interferes, which I hated. I hated it. Elias comes in, interferes. Um, KO starts to get some control, but then Elias uh, throws him on the table. Uh, he gets the uh, stunner. He gets the stunner on Elias on the table, but then Shane just goes berserk on him, beats him down, uh, pushes the desk on him, and then puts the steel chair in his face and does the slide kick right into his head. That had to hurt. It had to hurt, man. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, for the most part, I actually like this segment. Um because Shane wasn't dumb enough to, um, you know, take Owen Dumbledore's challenge. He kind of just reminded him. And it was more, you know, of his heel, you know, not doing what the fans wanted. And uh, so it's strictly as a heel here, I liked Shane McMahon. And um, he just reminded Owen so he could lose it any number of ways. And like you said, no shame in losing the best of the world. Like as a heel here, I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, but then Elias came out and he started – you know, getting physical and throwing punches again. And I was just like, ugh. <laughs> but yeah, the, the chair, that was a good moment. Uh, it, I think he did struggle to let that table up, which was kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. You know, if I was going to pop a blood vessel, lifting that thing up <laughs> and um, yeah, he gives him the kick and I thought it was a good, I, I feel like WWE lately has done a better job of like, Owens was able to hold his own against two guys and he should be able to, since he's the, you know, the baby face, but eventually the numbers got to him and that's when Shane was able to get the upper hand and, you know, put a beating on him. I feel like they're doing that more often and like, you know, they've done it better than they have in the past. 
uh, even though the Seth Rollins things has been happening. But other than that, it's been a pretty good, uh, I think they've done better as far as like not killing their baby faces, like making their baby faces fight and like, you know, be able to take on two people. Yeah. I mean, like back in the day, Stone Cold and The Rock would take on like five dudes and just like beat the crap out of all of them. Like, I'm glad to see like, it's kind of coming back. Um, and, and I mean, it was understandable that Kevin Owens got, you know, taken advantage of because he was trying to fight two dudes and, you know, one of them just happened to get a good shot on him. And, you know, that led to him getting beat down, not just him being horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the segment and, uh, yeah, not really looking forward to Shane in a match again, but we'll see. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm I'm looking forward to picking this match on our SummerSlam show. Yeah, um, I'll talk more about it when we when we have our picks, but yeah. I kind of feel like this stipulation can might tell the story of what was going to happen, and if they had changed it, it might change the story. Yeah. So we'll talk more about it when we go over SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, before SummerSlam happens, but. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. It'll be fun. Uh, next, we are moving on, um, and uh, we're cruising pretty fast here. But with uh, we have Sami Zayn come out, and uh, he is he is going to offer. He wants to fight Aleister Black. Uh, he he offers him a match at SummerSlam. You know, saying he's getting a lot of a lot of push, a lot of heat. He wants to fight him, and then Aleister, <laughs> from a laying down position. Uh, says he is he's gonna have a fight with him right now, and so he comes out, um, and uh, it was kind of awkward with the laying down thing, but all in all, you know what? It was a it was a good it was a quick match, but it was a good match. Um, I really it was pretty awesome how <laughs> Alistair just picked uh, picked Sami Zayn up with his leg, and then yeah. black masked him into next week. And like, uh, that's, that's the reason I love Alistair so much is that finisher is so awesome. Yeah. And he is a really good striker, like with his kicks and stuff. Um, and yeah, like is, I, I was just impressed. Like he just held, held his foot up in the air and lifted, obviously didn't completely lift him up, but still it's hard to keep your foot up and slowly lift up like that. And then flawlessly just spun around him with a black mask. Yeah. Like, uh, so cool. It was crazy. That's what I missed about, um, what I loved about him in NXT was he did that kind of stuff all the time. Like he was just the silent assassin and he was just like awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, enjoyed this match. It was a showcase match. It was basically a, what the Viking Raider squash matches should be <laughs> like, just, you know, look awesome and against good competition. But, uh, he, uh, I agree though, that the laying down, I wish they would have just done like an inset, like maybe pre-recorded, his face right side up yeah. when he wasn't laying down, like with a blank background and him saying like, no, we're going to wrestle now and then do the, or he rises up. Right. Like that would have been cooler than if like, <laughs> cause you know, to set it up on like the live show, if you're like in the crowd watching it, you see him laying down at the front of the thing. Exactly. And then a camera's standing over him, zoomed in on his face. <laughs> like, like something's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, he should just been laying there, like people looking at Sammy, and then he comes on the screen, and then start bringing in smoke or something, and then lift him out. Like that yeah. would have been cooler. Yeah, but it was it was it was kind of a weird moment. Um, yeah, 
but he made it he made it cool with that awesome finisher oh, he kind of yeah. made up for it yeah <laughs> i, I want to see him every week i want to yeah. see him wrestling every single week because he's 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 money every match yeah. he is money and that's that's one reason i've been so fed up with the you know, being in a locked in a room and having telling somebody to come challenge him for like a month before Cesaro came and did it. Cause I'm like, this dude is awesome in the ring. Like just the way he carries himself, like he's just cool. Yeah. Like I can't see anybody like, you know, watching him and not thinking that this dude's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I agree. He needs to be in the ring every week and not in a room. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we need him, keep, keep this up. Him in the ring, not Shane McMahon. Yes. Agreed. Um, okay, next we have this weird interview with Shelton Benjamin. I'm going to let you take this one. Uh, <laughs> first of all, there's two. There's actually multiple things that's weird about this, believe it or not. <laughs> so, first of all, the interviewer is off camera, which never happens. So, there's nobody standing there with Shelton. It's just Shelton's face. And he's just looking. That's weird thing number one. Weird thing number two is they ask him if he ever sees himself challenging for the 24-7 championship. When does anybody challenge for the 24-7? <laughs> they just run around and pin people. That's the whole title. Like, is what is he supposed to be a number one contender for the 24-7 title now? Like, what does that even mean, <laughs> challenging for the 24-7 championship? Like, I heard that question, and I was kind of like, I don't really blame Shelton for just looking around after that. because It's like – how are you supposed to answer that? So um, she asked the question, and again, Sheldon just looks around yes. forever. And then he smiles and then walks off. He, I'm, I'm so, going to start. Oh, no, he, he, said, he said, well, and then yeah. he just walks off. I'm going to start calling him Crazy Eyes. And, uh, yeah. and Crazy Eyes Sheldon. Crazy Eyes Sheldon, and he sounded like Sanford and Son. Yeah. <laughs> He's just whale. <laughs> one of those, one of those weird ones. Oh man, yeah. I, I'm I'm really curious to know what they're gonna do with him because they're they're turning him into like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they think this is gonna get him over, but we'll we'll wait and see, I guess. You know, get him over, bury him, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just hope that his next match, he just goes out of the ring and just looks around like that for the whole match. <laughs> he just stands there and just looks around. Yeah, and then the ref just looks at him, and then he just walks out. Yep. <laughs> well, and then walks out. Well, down, out, down, down, down. <laughs> <laughs> Every match is a count out. Yes. Uh, well, you know he'll get he'll get our uh, truth with that roll up move of doom for the title next week, probably. Yep. That's yeah. He'll I think he'll win the title and then he'll be distracted. He'll be looking around after a question and somebody will roll him up. <laughs> Can you imagine him and our truth with their craziness? Oh God. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? We just wrote the next six weeks of content. That's, that's where the, this is going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish welcome. I kind of wish Sheldon would have been uh, Maria's OBGYN. Like just <laughs> they're sitting there, and he just like looks over, and then he's just looking everywhere else but Maria. <laughs> and then go, well, <laughs> <laughs> we should All be right, writers. We've gone on way too long with yes. this one. All right, so, 
so then we go on to the Firefly segment. Uh, well, everyone- it, it started again with the, uh, the we're really glad that you're our friend. And I was like, I'm really glad you inter- interrupted that last segment. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're never, ever end. <laughs> thankfully. And then uh, they have Husky, Husky the pig overeating. Right. Which you, you know is an homage to when he was Husky Harris, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought that was interesting. Um, and then uh, uh, Bray Wyatt uh, says that Finn's courage uh, is his ignorance in disguise. And then uh, again does the amazing transformation from fun, happy, you know, kids show guy to let me in. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah. Also, did you notice uh, the rabbit snuck in at one point and just grabbed something off the table, like one of those brownies or something? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he yeah. did. He, I saw him like come up for a second, and I think he just grabbed something and left. <laughs> so, yeah, that's gold, man. Apparently, it's gold. the rabbit likes brownies too. Well, I'm sure there's something in the brownies. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> there has to be, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the fiend making his debut at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a great match. Yeah, I promise. Sure. I promise. Um, then we had this kind of weird backstage thing with Elias and Chad Gable. Um, it, it was just awkward. Like uh, Elias walks up and Chad's working out. He put his bands next to his guitar. And then he talks about Chad being short. And it was just weird. Like, yeah, and... It- I mean, Chad Gable's been on 205 Live, so I don't know if they, like, decided to just bring him back or – I mean, because he had two really good matches with Gallagher, so uh, I guess he's back on SmackDown now. (laughs) Strengthening. I think they're kind of, you know, putting him in and out like like they did with Cedric Alexander, you know. Like, he kind of – he still does 205 stuff, but he's also, you know, fighting Drew McIntyre every other week, so – I think they're just kind of putting them in to the main roster here and there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess if he uh, wrestles, then it's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm a huge Chad Gable fan. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, uh, Matt and I, when uh, when you weren't able to be on the show, we did the uh, keeper cut. Right. And he brought up Chad Gable, and I said, oh, keep all day. I mean, he's, he's one of the best uh, – wrestlers that they have oh yeah and, and i mean uh, i i loved i was i was actually really mad when they broke up american alpha like yeah me too man because they did nothing with gable and they just but just him and jason jordan together were such a great team and they just they did them so wrong when they got on the main roster and then just randomly broke them up and then obviously they did the you know the stuff with Jason Jordan that nobody cared about. And now he might not ever wrestle again. Yeah. And it's just like, God, and that's, I remember on the, on our, our raw episode, um, the last episode I, I mentioned, I saw Alexa Bliss and Oscar wrestle live. Actually, I believe it was the same show when NXT was in Nashville. I saw American alpha versus the revival. And like, obviously the revival is great, but American alpha were just as great in that match. Like they yes. were so good. And God, I mean, I love Chad Gable. I'm I'm right there with you. I would keep him for sure on the roster, but I really just wish American Alpha were still a thing because 
I don't feel I feel like they don't know what to do with him when he's just by himself because people just keep yeah. calling him short, and I feel like that's what they think of him, and it's just a shame because he's an awesome wrestler. Yeah, I mean, even when they paired him up with Bobby Roode, I mean, it, and where's Bobby Roode been? Yeah, Facing I mean, the twenty four seven championship is about it. They just uh, they they Chad proved every week that he is a great wrestler. He's a great tag team wrestler. You know, yeah. I mean, find him a good tag team. Yeah, put him with somebody. But, put him with Googly Eyed Shelton or whatever. Oh my, please no! It would actually be a good tag team if they really wrestled together. I mean, if if Shelton well, they did was that, the didn't they do that for a little bit? They brought him in as like Gable's new tag team partner. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I see. I completely forgot it even happened until I exactly. mentioned because <laughs> it was so nothing. If I they, they were, were a real tag team, they would be good together. I think they were heels too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but they they should be faces. Um, I mean, they could really go with the. Uh, I mean, honestly, Chad Gable should have been the Kurt Angle's long lost son just because he looks like him. But um, yeah. Anyway, all right, we're we're going wait. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's only two of us, so it's it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, next we get the 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 uh, the video for Kofi Kingston. And this is kind of the comeback video to Randy Orton's uh, video last week. At, and, and we all talked about how much we really enjoyed Randy's video and how good it was. Um, and I'll say Kofi's, Kofi's was good. It was definitely more of a feel-good, um, you know, positive spin on it. So it, it kind of definitely shows how, you know, Randy's the, the negative – person the negative influence and kofi is the positive you know like the the right. devil and the angel and i like how he ended it with uh you know w- you know w- we'll see who's who's stupid uh who's who the stupid one is right um, and i really liked how they did that yeah obviously i was a big fan of orton's video package but i i did enjoy this one too um yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually looking forward to this match and seeing. I don't think that this is a one and done match, and I kind of hope it's not. Um, we can talk more about it when we talk SummerSlam, but I kind of like this feud. Now I hope they bring it out more because it's it's something that because Orton's just kind of been Orton the last couple of years. He's yeah. just been a good wrestler, and other than the thing he did with Bray Wyatt, he just hasn't really done a whole lot. Like I feel like this is a good. Thing for him to do, and I, I hope they continue it on for a couple months and kind of work this out. And I wouldn't even mind seeing Orton win the title. Um, I mean, if it's at SummerSlam or some other time, maybe. But um, I think it's a good. I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good feud. Um, and and I think that now you know the the ten years later uh, from their original feud. Uh, Kofi's a much more experienced wrestler at this point. Right. Um, and, and really so is Randy. And, and I think we're going to get some, uh, a lot, you know, a better match between the two of them this time than we, than we, than we did. And then what we would have if they'd have continued it, you know, 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So next we are going to move on to, uh, the, the new day versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Uh, when the new day came out, the crowd just popped. Um, I, 
there's nothing the New Day can't do. I mean, they just everything they touch is gold. Um, and and this was a I enjoyed this match. Um, uh, Daniel Bryan and Xavier Wood started off, uh, had some great uh, back and forth. Um, again, Xavier Woods was putting on a great, uh, a great, a great fight between uh, Daniel Bryan, and then also even against Rowan, he was putting up a good fight, and then Rowan just about killed him with a crossbody. I was like, oh my! It was seriously, I could hear Jr. in my head. By God, he's dead. You know, what I mean, <laughs> we killed him. <laughs> he's got kids. You know, just something like that. But it was uh, w- what a move. And then, um, yeah. so they're going back and forth. Daniel Bryan. You know, we all have talked about how great he is. He had this really unique neck lock. And I don't know if you remember this or not. Yeah, yeah. But he had this real unique neck neck lock between. Uh, I think it was it was Xavier Woods, where he was kind of parallel with the ground and uh it it was it was so different i've never seen it before i really thought it was such a cool move um and then rowan throws xavier into the timekeeper even though they don't really have timekeepers uh uh biggie uh biggie had daniel bryan in, in a really cool looking submission uh daniel bryan gets out of it uh xavier woods gets back in um and then uh, Rowan uses the steel steps. Uh, eventually, it gets another another one of those um, DQs, man. Yeah. And uh, which is getting a little frustrating, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, and then uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan just start beating up the New Day. I mean, just just mopping the floor with them. Yeah. Uh, well, how many, there was several, well, let's see, Natty and, uh, Ember Moon was a DQ. Um, I know there's some on Raw. Um, well, I mean, the Natty and Charlotte, Becky Lynch and Trish match was a A DQ. DQ. Uh, Ziggler and Mysterio never happened. And all I came in. So, I mean, yeah, this. Not a ton of non finishes, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, especially like with back to back days, like having several kind of feels like there was a lot of them. So I, I get that. Um, it's just week after week after week, you know? Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I will say I do. I, I remember we were talking about when New Day won the belts back. Like, none of us really predicted them to win. And we thought heavy, machi- heavy machinery might win them. Um, or, or I, I predicted that, I believe. Uh, and, I, and I will say I am frustrated that they have just been absent from TV because they were so awesome. Uh, but I will say, though, that New Day has been really great the last couple of weeks with these tag belts. So um, Yes, they have. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm cool with it now. <laughs> I was, I was kind of bummed out that they had it back again, and I thought I was like, well, they need to give somebody else, give somebody else a run, but – They've been pretty good with them, so they can keep on doing what they're doing. Even though I do, I do want to see heavy, I want to see heavy machinery back on TV. Yes, please, please. Yes. So, uh, and then the final segment of the night, uh, it shows uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, he he comes into the locker room and he, he clears out the locker room. Says everybody get out except for you, Buddy Murphy. And he starts to question Buddy Murphy. 
and Buddy Murphy says that, you know, where he's asking him, you know, do you know who did this? You know, with the thing that happened on SmackDown and then trying to hit him with a car on Raw. He says he doesn't know. And if he did, he wouldn't say anyway. And then Roman beats the crap out of him. I mean, it just just starts to just annihilate him. I think he really chipped his tooth. It looked like it, right? Yeah, at the very end, either he's got janky teeth like Lesnar or he busts his tooth because he he was bleeding there, and then it looked like it was cracked. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at the way he was throwing him around. I mean, no wonder Alexa Bliss broke up. Anyway, um, (laughs) so so he he throws – Hitting him wise down. (laughs) So uh, so he – I'm a happy man because – that means I have a, a little bit of a shot with Bliss someday, maybe. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Well, if your girlfriend will love you in that uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, edit that out. Matt, edit that out. Um, so she's going to call in. She's going to call in next week. <laughs> oh man, this is getting good. I like it. This. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, so Roman's holding Buddy Murphy up against. He says, "Okay, okay, I'll let you know." So he says it's Rowan. He says it's Rowan, but he didn't see Daniel Bryan. So then the the camera shows Daniel Bryan and Rowan in the ring watching the screen. Um, and if you watch their reactions, Daniel Bryan kind of looked to the side like like he didn't know what was going on. But then Rowan's just standing there looking all proud, staring at the screen. Yeah. And that's where the show ends. So to me, it's kind of like, okay – is it really them or are they just, is he just saying that? What do you, you think? Know, well, I also was kind of confused. Did I miss something? Cause Reigns was talking about seeing Buddy Murphy on a tape or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was he talking about? I, I think he was talking about what happened on SmackDown last week that, that he had seen him standing near the, the boxes or something, but I know I never saw that. Yeah. Like it, maybe it was a, something that's on their YouTube. I haven't seen anything, but he said that. And I was like, did I miss something? Like when, like I just thought I missed a scene somewhere. Cause I mean, maybe if Roman was like scanning through security tapes or something, somebody's like, Hey, you got to check this out. And you know, he saw the tape or something and then Murphy was in it or something. That would make more sense. But I don't remember seeing him anywhere. And that's why I was like, when he sat him down and was like, I saw you on the tape. I was just like, what's he even talking about? I mean, maybe they'll reveal <laughs> later that, you know, that he's part of it or something, but yeah, I was just confused. And then he beat the crap out of him. I was like, Jesus, what know, are you doing on the tape? I know, dude, I was, I was watching it and I was like, wow, he's really, he's really giving it to him. <laughs> it should have been like, you're telling me, you let Alexa bliss slip away and then he beat him up. That would be a well-deserved beating. It's like what kind of a loser lets her go? <laughs> yeah. You had a ring on that finger, dude. And you lost her <laughs> to a, to a pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should, I should, uh, I should revise my future endeavor and give it to Murphy for that. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> All right, so that was the show, guys. So, uh, so Kyle, how would you grade uh, this week's SmackDown? So, obviously, um, good because Raw is three hours and this is only two hours. So, there's yes. that. <laughs> it's making it so much better. And 
we didn't have a horrible Roman segment this week. Um, so yeah, there, again, there's some stuff that's kind of strange and it, I, at least for a while, I think there's still going to be some weird stuff. Maybe they can phase it out as uh, Bischoff and Heyman, you know, have control for a while and maybe Vince will let go a little bit more, but um, all in all though, I was pretty pleased with the show. So along with raw, what I gave her raw, I'm going to give the show a B. All right. A B that's, that's, that's good, man. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was happy with obviously Alistair Blackshine, which I love that. Um, New day had a great, a pretty good match with, you know, Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Um, I mean, there weren't like really any horrible segments on the show. Uh, other than like the Shelton Benjamin one, and Charlotte Flair like slurring words, but then she got slapped in the end, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. So uh, I'll give yeah. Chopi. Well, I, um, I, you know, I, I wish I could be as positive. Um, <laughs> hey, it didn't have Lesnar on it, so that's true. <laughs> and a Viking Raider squash match. I, 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 but talking about the matches, okay. So right. there was there was only really four matches. So the, the first one with, with Dolph and Ray didn't happen, but he did end up fighting Ali for a minute and a half. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but then other than that, there's like there's four matches, and it was so much of SmackDown is here's what happened on Raw, here's what happened on Raw, and right. it you know. I've been to a few SmackDowns uh, when they come to Jacksonville and so much of it is just watching video and not having live events in front of you. Um, right. and, I, just, and because of that, uh, I'm giving it a C uh, okay. because the matches were short. Uh, the, the Aleister Black match was probably about five to seven minutes. The New Day was probably about five to seven, but the other ones were two minutes max. And uh, yeah. the rest of it was just talking and interviews and stuff. And so it's, it's getting a C from me this week uh, simply for the fact that um, for a sports entertainment show, not a lot of sports. I mean, I, I, I you know, I can't argue with that. I think you, you're valid in that criticism. Uh, I guess, I guess my only argument would be, I just said I wouldn't argue with that, but I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. Like, like, <laughs> yes. Uh, so like with Ember Moon and Natalia, that match didn't need to go on that long if it was going to end in a DQ. Um, so that, something like that I can understand. But, I, I mean, I do agree with you. There's a lot of flashing back to Raw. Um, so, I mean, I totally get, you know, I get your reasoning for saying uh, that. But I guess for, for me, <laughs> nowadays – I'm just happy to see a show where I don't like hate a bunch of stuff that's on it. Right. So, yeah, I guess that's why lately I've, you know, it's in same thing with raw. Like there wasn't a ton of bad stuff on there. There's still some bad, but um, I guess that's why I've given it more lenience this week. You know why? It's because of uh, a segment from a, a different show is called lowered expectations. <laughs> 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 when you don't I expect totally agree much, with when you don't expect much, you're like, that's eh, not bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
All right. So uh, what we're going to do now is we are going to have some, some trivia, uh, some wrestling trivia. Uh, what's really great uh, for Kyle this week is that he can't lose. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> finally, I'm a winner. So, mate. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm also well, playing I, with myself. So I, uh, wait a second. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that, man. You, we're, we're, we're a family show. Uh, trivia. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think I was talking about? Yeah, okay. All right, so if you haven't uh, listened to us before, so we have three categories. We have classic, attitude, and modern era. So we're going to do 10 questions. Uh, we have plenty of time, so we'll do 10 questions. And uh, let's let's do it, man. So pick an era. Let's go with the attitude era. Attitude era. All right, who did the Undertaker face in a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania 25? Ooh, uh, Triple H. The Big Boss Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I was getting my WrestleMania numbers mixed up. Yeah. I was thinking it was, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the, um, uh, I'm trying to remember. Was that the one that he got hung or whatever? Was Didn't that that one? Uh, yeah. I can't wow. remember if that was it or not. Man. Viewers who are listening, be sure to comment. <laughs> tell us how dumb we are. Yes, please tell us. I'd love to hear it. All right. Uh, uh, pick, pick another. Uh, let's go with the old school era. Classic. You normally do pretty good with these. Ooh, this is a good one, man. Here, here we go. <clears throat> All right. in, in the summer of 1994. Okay. Were, you, were you born yet, Kyle? Yes. All right, good, good. In the summer of 1994, what Native American superstar turned on Lex Luger and aligned himself with the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase? It would be Tatanka. That is correct. Like the only Native American superstar. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. That's okay. Yeah. All right. We are uh, one and one here. So pick a category. Um, the the new era, new age era. All right, modern era. And just to remind everyone, modern era only goes up to 2013 because that's what this game will do. All right. <laughs> Good one. What? Oh, I shouldn't ask you this. It's going to be way too easy for you, but I'm asking anyway. What superstar broke Cody Rhodes' nose in January 2011, forcing Rhodes to wear a mask for several months? I I actually don't remember who this is. I remember the mask and everything. What? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I'm going to guess, though. Was it, was it Randy Orton? It's Rey Mysterio. Oh, I couldn't remember who injured him. How did it happen? Oh, man. Because Rey Mysterio had a knee brace on, and he was doing the 619. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and they said that, you know, that, oh, he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. Yeah, I remember his, uh, yeah, because he was dashing Cody Rhodes first, right? And then he yes. did the mask? Yeah. Right, yeah. And he walked around, like, keeping his face covered and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally remember that. I just couldn't remember how he injured his nose, actually. So. Oh, man. Good question. I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> All right, pick pick an era. Uh, let's go attitude again. 
All right, attitude. All right, who defeated Big Show for the United States Championship in the opening match of WrestleMania 20? John Cena? That's correct. Very good. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I had to think for a minute because I was like, I was thinking John Cena's first like big WrestleMania when it was JBL, but that was for the actual WWE title. Yeah. That was in the, wasn't that in the I Quit match? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, pick pick a uh, an era. Uh, we'll go modern again. Modern. Oh, this is kind of uh, this is kind of a different kind of question. What film star inducted Hulk Hogan into the WWE Hall of Fame during WrestleMania 21 weekend? Sly, baby. That's correct. Sylvester Stallone. That's right. All right, man, you are three and two. We have five more questions. Pick an era. Let's go uh, old school again. Classic. Classic. All right. Who managed – this is a great question. Who managed Andre the Giant when he challenged Hulk Hogan for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania three? I believe that's Bobby Heenan. It is the greatest manager of all time. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain. He's All so right. great. He, oh my gosh, the best. Uh, I, his his commentary at WCW was Hall of Fame worthy in a, in and of its own. I, I'm serious, dude. I'll 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 uh, I'll watch some some old pay per views just to listen to him, man. Seriously, yeah, he was so great. All right, picking picking an era. Uh, let's go modern again. Modern. All right. Let's see. Uh, who beat Mark Henry for the World Heavyweight Championship at TLC 2012, only to lose it to a Money in the Bank winner the same night? Uh, John Cena? Well, it's the big show. Ah, I did not remember that. Yeah, he's easy to forget. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Pick pick an era, my friend. Uh, uh, attitude. Attitude era. Uh, All right. What college did season one tough enough competitor and WWE superstar Christopher Nowinski attend? Harvard. That is correct. Because he's super smart. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, side note. I'm sorry, we're running out of time. Uh, side note. So he now does, um, he works for the government in relation to concussions. Yeah, yeah. He studies yeah. like CTE and all that stuff. Yeah, I had to uh, I had to take a concussion uh, class to be a coach at the YMCA. And it was him. Oh, yeah. He was the one doing the uh, the, the narration and everything. I was like, it was like a informational video. Yeah, I was like, I totally remember him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. All right, two questions left. What's what am where am I at? What's what's my score? You are five and three. Oh lord, I can't go. I can't finish even. 
I can't lose to myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do it, man. I'm, I'm picking attitude error again. Attitude. That's your, that's your bread and butter. That's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So this is a good question. What tag team won their first ever TLC match in 2000 and repeated the feat in the second TLC match at WrestleMania 17? Wait a minute. They, they won and then they repeated. Yeah. They won the first ever TLC match in, in the, in uh, the year 2000. Right. And then won the second ever TLC match at WrestleMania 17. That would be Edge and Christian. That is correct, my friend. Yes. All right. One more question. Let's go with... Let's go with the classic era. Let's go with classic. All right, man. This is a tough question. All right. Let's have it. But I think you can do it. What future WWE Hall of Famer won the first match in WrestleMania history? Hmm. Um, it's a I'm, just gonna take a, I'm just going to take a wild guess. All right, man. Uh, Coco Beware? Tito Santana. Ah. Yeah, man. That's all right, man. You have a very respectable... Six and four. There we go. That's, a, that's good, a win. That's a good job, my friends. Good job. It's, I'm positive. And you did not have to do the 30 second. <laughs> Although you're really good at it, man. I'm just letting you uh, know. Like, we're really proud of you. I'm just saying. Yeah. I would have done it if I would have lost to myself this week. I probably would have. <laughs> I would have taken it in shame. <laughs> if you had four and six, I would have made you do it. <laughs> yep i would i would agree with that all right guys well that is our show uh for today we just want to say uh truly truly thank you so much uh to everyone who listens to everyone who shares um everyone who comments and and asks us to talk about stuff on the show we just we want to thank you so much um big shout out to to candace and trent for both uh giving us some ideas recently uh, yes. we plan on doing those later um, want to invite you to follow us on uh, Instagram at Wrestle Life Radio and on Twitter at Wrestle Life Pod. You can follow Kyle at on Instagram at Kyle.poly. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chris Cumby. And you can follow Matt at Wrestle Life Matt on both Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day, and we will talk to you this weekend when we give you our SummerSlam preview. Yeah, baby. Goodbye. See ya.